Welcome back to Throwback with Jack. Today, September 17th, in 1787, the U.S. Constitution was signed by delegation at the Philadelphia Convention, which is now called the Constitutional Convention. Let's examine this. One of the main reasons for this Constitutional Convention in the first place was the disastrous Articles of Confederation, which required the unanimous consent of all 13 states for the national government to take action. The original thought process for the creation of the Articles of Confederation was the fear of the founders of a strong federal government. They thought that a strong federal government would lead to monarchy and thus to tyranny. Obviously, this is like 11 years since the signing of the Declaration of Independence and about four years removed since the British left the uh, North American colonies, which are soon to be the United States. The tyranny of King George III is clear in everyone's mind. So the first proposal had the Virginia Plan, which called for a creation of a supreme national government with three branches, legislature, executive, and the judiciary, which would actually be the three branches of government, and two houses of Congress. But here's the crucial part. Both houses would be apportioned according either to a state's wealth or the size of its non-slave population. So obviously states like Virginia, with a lot of people and with a lot of money, would benefit more from this. And smaller states like Rhode Island, with no money and no people, would have very few representation and thus no power. So the small states hated this and the big states loved it. In response, William Patterson proposed the New Jersey Plan, which provided for equal representation in Congress in both houses. This would mean neither small states nor large states could have a majority and thus greater power in each house. It's a good idea but Virginia and other large states felt they were being punished for being wealthy and for having a lot of people. Then, the Great Compromise, which is also known as the Connecticut Compromise, and no one calls it that. But the Great Compromise combined both proposals. There would be two houses of Congress. The first, the Senate, would give each state two representatives, so the New Jersey plan, giving the smaller states power. The second one, the House of Representatives was based on population of the state, which would also be subject to tax. So this is the Virginia plan. And now where racism comes in, the three-fifths clause. The number of representatives to the House was based on the population of the state, clearly, but also included, quote, those bound to service for a term of years and excluding Indians not taxed, three-fifths of all other persons, also known as slaves. I just want to point out that the language here, the omission of the words of slaves, workers, servants, or anything, it's just those bound to service. That's it. The implication is clear, but the word is never used. Now, this clause was eventually amended out of the Constitution, but slavery was integral to the founding of the United States and to the ratification of our Constitution which was ratified actually today, September 17th, in 1787. Thank you.